Just give us one hour, and we'll help you change the way you think about happiness. Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen is a fresh talk radio approach promoting happiness from the inside out. Happiness is a choice, and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Each week, Lisa shines her light on well-being and global human flourishing by presenting a diverse and proactive collection of the greatest thinkers and doers who have devoted their lives to creating a better world in which to live. As a filmmaker, positive psychology coach, author, professor, and change agent specializing in the field of happiness, Lisa Cybers Kamen is widely recognized as an expert in the field. On the show, she also focuses on military families and service personnel returning with PTSD, traumatic brain injury, and other post-deployment civilian life reintegration issues. So, let's spend some time getting to the heart of the matter on Harvesting Happiness on toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Lisa Cypress Kamen. Good afternoon and good evening wherever you are. Welcome to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio, where we explore the very serious business of happiness, sustainable well-being, and human flourishing. We are not talking about that annoying yellow smiley face. No, no, no. We are talking about something much deeper and critical to the success of humanity. Authentic happiness is not selfish, egotistical, or narcissistic. In fact, it is essential in order for humankind to thrive. Sustainable happiness is important because it not only elevates our own well-being locally, but also contributes to collective global flourishing. The achievement of a happy life is not only positively good for us, it is constructively good for those around us. In short, Happiness matters. Happiness comes from the heart, and this show is all about the heart. One of my favorite things on the planet is a good night's sleep. It is what really contributes to my happiness. And today's show is focused all about sleep and the relationship to wellness and our health. Some of you may know that one of the many hats that I wear is the editor for the the health and wellness editor for Sleep and Wellness magazine. And we are delighted uh, to be present at the upcoming American Sleep and Breathing Academy conference that's going to be held in Arizona, in Scottsdale, Arizona, on May 1st through 3rd. And I have the pleasure of having several of our key uh, presenters, in fact, our Masters of Ceremony, and I'm going to bring him on because he can tell you more about what's going to be coming up. Ed Grandy served as the Executive Director for the American Sleep Apnea Association from 2004 to 2014. He is a resource on the prevalence of sleep apnea and diagnostic and as well as treatment options available to address this chronic disease. He is invited to speak on the subject around, around the world for patients and professional groups alike. Good morning, Ed. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Lisa. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, well, I am um, tickled to really uh, share the importance of sleep hygiene and sleep health to our listeners and to people across the globe because we really want to get the word out that sleeping well contributes to our health. It does more than just allow us to wake up refreshed in the morning. Uh, I think that's very well said. Um, You know, the way 
when I talk to people about sleep and, and when they find out that about my history and having worked for the American Sleep Apnea Association, they're always telling me about their sleep. I love to tell people I think about good health as a three-legged stool where you've got diet, exercise, and sleep. And what's interesting, and I think that there's medical research to bear this out, that without good sleep, it's very difficult to have good diet, and it's very difficult to exercise. So I think it's critical, critical to good health that you get a good night's sleep. Agreed. And and, and we've talked about this before on other sleep-focused shows um, here that, that – when we don't sleep well, when we are sleep deprived, we show the same kinds of symptoms as if we were a drunk driver. You know, we have cognitive impairment. And that is what is, I love to stress to people why learning to sleep well, if you're not sleeping well, is important. And you can learn it. You can. And I think, you know, one of the, uh, the wonderful things about there being a field of sleep medicine is that there are uh, medical professionals who have dedicated their lives to helping people figure out, A, why they may not be sleeping well, and B, giving them the tools necessary, which can be from something as simple as changing the time you go to bed and the time that you get up to something a little bit more involved, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, to really giving people the tools that they need in order to be able to get a good night's sleep. And you have, or we all have, the great pleasure of you being our MC at the conference next week. So tell us a little bit about the global sleep rock stars who will be present to um, give us the latest and greatest in the field of sleep medicine. Thank you. Uh, I, I am extremely excited to have the pleasure, the honor, and just the great responsibility of serving as Master of Ceremonies at the conference that's coming up on May 1st through the 3rd. Um, there are, we've got three extremely, they're all great. They're all going to have wonderful things to share with the people who are in attendance at the meeting. But three of them that are really, really important is um, Dr. Emmanuel, Emmanuel Mignot from Stanford University, who is a, um, a world-renowned researcher in the field of narcolepsy, which is a, a fairly rare but not uncommon sleep disorder that affects adults and children. And he has been re- he's responsible for doing a lot of uh, groundbreaking research in terms of identifying what causes narcolepsy and being able to start on the road of being able to find a way to be able to treat narcolepsy from the ground up, which is really fantastic. Also attending, fantastic, yes. Yes, yes. Also attending and speaking on um, on Friday is um, uh, William Dement, who is known as the father of sleep medicine. And I have uh, have the pleasure of knowing Doctor Dement and hearing him speak on a number of occasions. He is. You know, when you talk about the father of sleep medicine, I'd like to say he's also the mother of sleep medicine in the sense that he has really embraced it. He has taught, he has a, there's a course that's probably, is the most popular course at Stanford University, his program, Sleep and Dreams. And it's amazing how many people that I talk to 
who are graduates of Stanford going back to the 60s, to the 50s, who know Dr. DeMent have taken his course and um, just speak very, very highly of it. He will be talking about um, the future of sleep medicine and kind of giving us a quick look back to see where sleep medicine has come. And the third person who is going to be speaking, and he'll be speaking on Saturday, is uh, Mark Rosekind. Mark Rosekind is a graduate of Stanford and was, has worked, was working at Stanford, but is now a member of the National Transportation Safety Board. The National Transportation Safety Board, for those who don't remember, that's the organization that gets called whenever there is a major transportation accident. And um, Mark Rosekind, the Honorable Mark Rosekind, has been to a number of those accidents since he was appointed five years ago by President Obama and confirmed by the Senate. And many of these accidents, I'm sorry, um, I just want to jump Mm -hmm. in here and just uh, point out that many of the accidents that occur, the transportation accidents, in some way can be traced back to sleep deprivation in the operator. Yes, very much so. In fact, most recently we had that horrible situation that happened um, outside of Long Island, New York, where the... uh, commuter train operator fell asleep and uh, failed to maintain control of the train, went off the tracks, and some, unfortunately some people lost their lives. It was determined, and it's, it's official now, that that driver had untreated sleep apnea, which um, so I, I, is... I, I think that this points out the, the, the value and importance of sleep medicine and educating the public, educating patients as well as medical professionals uh, yeah. as to the value of taking good care of oneself on a mental level, a physical level, an emotional level, having good sleep, reducing stress, um, taking care of medical problems that exist so one can rest well and restoratively. And I think the, the restorative aspect aspect is also really important. And we are going to be exploring some of that at the conference. I want to give our listeners um, the link so they know where to go to learn more about the American Sleep and Breathing Academy and the conference as well. You can go to americansleepandbreathingacademy.com. And are there any other highlights? We've only got about a minute and a half left. So Ed, tell us a couple of other surprises, or maybe not surprises, but things that we should know about. Well, um, as I understand it, uh, one of your other guests is going to be Cheryl Forberg, who is a chef, and she is going to be um, talking about nutrition. And uh, she's uh, a chef, was a chef for The Biggest Loser. And so she is going to be talking talking about one of my favorite subjects after sleep is food. And so she's going to be... It's going to be very, it's, it's going to be, I tell you, um, for anybody who is in the medical profession, either as an allied health personnel or as a physician or as a dentist, there's time to, still time to regif- register for this meeting. There's continuing medical education credit. There's continuing education CEUs, continuing education units as well. Um, check it out and, and come to the conference because you're going to learn a lot about sleep and sleep and um, the treatment of sleep disorders 
recognizing sleep disorders, it's going to be a great time. Uh, oh, it's, it's going to be a fantastic time, and, and I look forward to seeing you there next week. Yes. Edward Grandy has served as the di- Executive Director of the American Sleep Apnea Association, and he is our Masters of Ceremony at the American Sleep and Breathing Academy Sleep and Wellness Conference 2014, a conference for healthcare professionals. Check it out. We'll see you there. Thanks so much, Ed, for being with us, and we will follow up on this. We will continue to track. Here come the tunes. We'll be right back. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to fight. We know that life is tough and that happiness. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on Toginet.com. Like us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness and on Twitter at HH Talk Radio. Lisa returns with more of Harvesting Happiness following this short break. Nothing gives happiness like a free gift. Lisa Cypress Kamen has made her first ebook, Got Happiness Now? Eight Keys to Unlocking a Joyful Life, available at no cost to everyone. Unwrap your complimentary copy now by visiting www.harvestinghappinesstalkradio.com. Are you or do you know a returning U.S. military man or woman in need of restoring joy in their lives? Did you know that our nonprofit, Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, offers stigma-free combat trauma and post-deployment reintegration programming? Check us out at www.hh4heroes.org. That's HH, the number four, and heroes.org. Happiness is an inside job. Wear the message on t-shirts, baseball caps, sterling silver designer jewelry, and more. Please visit our online boutique at www.harvestinghappiness.com. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on Toginet, the show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on toginet.com. And now back to your host, Lisa Cypress Kamen. We are back and we are talking about sleep. Sleep is a subject that is near and dear to my heart, as I know it is to most of yours. And we're really focusing on the integrated relationship about how we take care of our bodies, our minds, our emotions. And one of the best ways, in addition to a good night's sleep that I know of to take good care of myself, is through nutrition, through eating well. And my next guest is a friend of the show, and she's returning because she is going to be at the American Sleep and Breathing Academy conference next week in Scottsdale, Arizona. Welcome, Cheryl Forberg. Cheryl is a registered dietitian. She's a James Beard award-winning chef, a New York Times best-selling author, and she has been named one of the most 100 influential people in health and fitness. And that's why she's here, because she is embarking on a very interesting campaign along with all of us who are involved in sleep medicine and wellness, and that is to educate people that by eating better, not only will you be healthier, but you will sleep better. Good morning, Cheryl, and welcome back. Good morning, Lisa. Thanks for having me. 
Oh my gosh, it's my pleasure. And you know what? I didn't mention probably the, one of your most highly visible um, accolades, which is being um, the nutritionist for the NBC hit show, The Biggest Loser. So let's talk a little bit about your role as being this um, uber nutrition star and how you use your influence to show people the way that they can take better care of their bodies through food. Oh, sure. Well, a lot of my work uh, you don't see on camera. Much of it is behind the scenes, but I've been with the show since the beginning, and um, I really learned a lot after getting ready for our 16th season, actually. And uh, sleep is a concern for us and um, all the cast at the show for a number of reasons, but particularly because they have such... Uh, vigorous work to do during the day that it's really, really important for them to have rest. So it's definitely something I discuss with them. And when we are eating or when we're cooking and then eating for good sleep, there are some things to keep in mind. I mean, food is powerful medicine, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's really important um, not only to pay attention to what you're eating, how much you eat, uh, and when you eat. And, you know, there are some things that are really uh, not surprising that to know that we shouldn't have uh, caffeine, chocolate, tea, those sorts of things before bedtime if we want to rest well. But it's also important to not to have spicy foods, um, not to eat too late. And, um, and it's also interesting that we don't want to go to bed too hungry because we can have um, this can disrupt our sleep patterns and actually cause us to eat more the next day so it's a very complicated um, equation and one that takes a little bit of research I mean we rely upon you as the nutrition expert, to tell us it's not so much what to eat, but what ingredients to put together, what will work best and most optimally to lull us to sleep at night or help us perform optimally when we start our day. Exactly, exactly. And another thing that comes along, I'm sure this is going to be discussed by uh, people that have much more expertise than I, but um, there's a condition called sleep apnea, which is very prevalent with um, overweight population. And um, that it, it's a disruption in your breathing, which can be minor or, or really, really significant or leaving people uh, feel very exhausted the next day. And losing weight can help to um, correct that as well. Well, it's funny you should mention sleep apnea because our next guest, who is a former American football player, is involved with sleep apnea. And I'm going to save that discussion with him. But having been married to somebody who suffered from terrible sleep apnea, um, I can tell you that as the, 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 the bedmate, it's no picnic, no pun intended, for, <laughs> for the person who suffers it or, or the, the one next to him or her. Right. Right. Yeah, you know, it's a pretty the, it's a pretty significant thing, and it's often um, undiagnosed. A lot of people don't even realize that they have it. And it is when you literally stop 
breathing for an, a, a, a nanosecond, perhaps. But um, we start, we stop breathing, we gasp for air, it taxes our heart, it does a whole host of other physiological damage to our bodies. And um, there is a fix. There are therapies that are available in addition to, to losing weight, although losing weight does help. Um, I yeah. think that um, one of the byproducts is that you wake up exhausted. Even if you've had ostensibly a good night's sleep, you wake up feeling as though you could go to sleep at the stoplight, hence the danger. Exactly. And it's interesting that, you know, there are actually a lot of people out there that have no idea that they have this and, uh, and they, they don't understand why they're tired all the time. So um, I'm really looking forward to this conference. There's going to be a lot to learn for all of us, I think. A lot to learn and a lot for you to educate attendees about because I think that the relationship between nutrition and overall wellness, which is my focus, has not necessarily been tied to sleep medicine in the past. And the, it, is, it is headed that way. The direction is becoming much more integrative, which is what, where it needs to be for all health, not just sleep, but in, in any aspect of our health and healing. If we're not really dealing with, in addition to the body, the mind and the emotions and our habits that support a high quality of life, we will, we will suffer discomfort, perhaps needlessly. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, really, it's really amazing how it, it really has become an integrated science. And, and it's, it's that way for us on the show as well. We work with a psychologist. We have trainers. We, have, uh, we work with the sleeping experts. And uh, we like to think of our approach as, as being very, very comprehensive. And it is, it is the face of, of future medicine. I want to talk a little bit about your books because you have several. And, and they run the gamut from, um, from a diabetic focus to a weight loss focus to um, ageless, you know, to, to longevity. Um, you have mm-hmm. a book out called Positively Ageless, a 28-day plan for a younger, slimmer, sexier you. All right. Um, sign me up. Okay. <laughs> And you write yeah, prolifically. That, pardon me? And you write prolifically. You, you write a lot of articles and blogs as well. I do. I do write a lot. And um, I'm always trying to stay on top of the latest research, but I'm also working with a lot of different clients and academics and attending conferences. So I feel like uh, it's really important for me to share um, the information with as many people as possible because... So many people out there are, you know, either personally affected by uh, overweight, uh, sleep apnea, diabetes, or, or someone in their family. So it's, it's really something we can all benefit from knowing. Your latest book, A Flavor First, Cut Calories and Boost Flavor with 75 Delicious All-Natural Recipes. What I love about this is the, the, the natural part. That, that, that your emphasis is on clean, good, clean, healthy, simple foods. Yes. I, so a, a lot of people really have very good intentions of eating healthy. Um, they might have grilled chicken or uh, a lot of vegetables or, you know, even a salad, which is what, the perfect example. But when, when you drench it with a half cup of uh, ranch dressing and or shredded cheese, um, your, your healthy intentions go right out the window. So 
I've created a lot of really healthy condiment recipes, sauces and marinades and vinaigrettes from salad dressings, and, um, and just tried to really make everything very, very flavorful. But I also um, focused on not spending too much time in the kitchen, um, using accessible ingredients. I, I always think of my mother uh, living in the Midwest in a smaller town as a tether. If my mom can't find those ingredients, then I, I don't use it in the book. And it's, it's similar, it's a similar comparison for a lot of cast on the show come from smaller towns, and I want to make everything affordable and available. This is wonderful. What will you be speaking about at the ASBA conference next week? Well, I'll be talking, um, you know, certainly I'll be sharing some of my experiences with the show. Everybody likes to hear some of those wonderful stories and talking a little bit about uh, nutrition, certainly um, its impact on our sleep and our health. Um, a few other tips I'll be sharing for um, for getting better sleep, but we'll also be um, serving a menu there uh, over lunch of recipes from the book. So I'm really excited about that. I am too. And I have the great pleasure of being the chair of the wellness section at the American Sleep and Breathing uh, Conference. And I will get to introduce this shindig, which I'm very excited to be a part of. Oh, terrific. Um, That's terrific. Yes, it's fantastic. And you write for, I'm going to give people um, the publications that you write for so they can check you out online or if they're subscribers, uh, Sunset Magazine, Health and Prevention Magazines, as well as the Washington Post. You blog for the Huffington Post. You're a columnist for the Saturday Evening Post. And you live in probably one of the most beautiful areas of California that I know. (laughs) (laughs) which is napa valley i still i still feel lucky every time i say that sometimes i can't believe i lived here it's pretty nice oh it's really it's really really nice and just to go back to one thing that you said we only got about a minute left but you said it's it's not good to eat chocolate before bed and it took my breath away because i am a firm believer that you know like a little bit of red wine and a little bit of you know dark bittersweet chocolate at night is a good thing you know that i'm doing i'm doing something good for my heart and my body but i'm learning that's not true Well, you might want to have the chocolate. It depends. Certain chocolate has uh, more caffeine in it than others. But um, I usually recommend trying to stay clear of really sweet things or caffeinated things uh, too close to bedtime. And even though a glass or two of wine can really help us relax after a rough day, sometimes um, it can really disrupt our sleep patterns. It doesn't do that for everybody, but... um, it's something that I like to have people think about. If they have a problem waking up in the middle of the night, they might Cheryl, think about. Uh, we are out of time. We are going to need to go to break. But we are going to we are going to continue this conversation next week at the American Sleep and Breathing Academy conference. To learn more, go to americansleepandbreathingacademy.com. And to learn more about Cheryl, CherylForberg.com. Here come those tunes, and we'll be right back. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to fight. We know that life is tough and that happiness can and does live along with adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on Toginet.com. 
Like us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness and on Twitter at HH Talk Radio. Lisa returns with more of Harvesting Happiness following this short break. Like what you hear on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio? Subscribe to us on iTunes and get your weekly dose of joy downloaded free and easily to your computer or portable device. That's Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio on iTunes. Nothing gives happiness like a free gift. Lisa Cypress came and has made her first ebook, Got Happiness Now? Eight Keys to Unlocking a Joyful Life. Available at no cost to everyone. Unwrap your complimentary copy now by visiting www.harvestinghappinesstalkradio.com. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on Toginet, the show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Toginet.com. And now back to your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Welcome back, y'all. If you're just joining us now, I urge you to download this podcast on iTunes. It's available 24-7. It's free. It's kind. It's legal. And we are talking about sleep. We are talking about probably most people's top things that bring them happiness. And to many, it is elusive. You know, they can't get a good night's sleep. They've got a medical condition that may be preventing them from relaxing and get a good, and getting a good night's sleep. Um, and sleep is our focus today. We are talking with Mark Walzak, who is a former professional American football player. He played tight end for five seasons for the Indianapolis Colts, Buffalo Bills, Phoenix Cardinals, and San Diego Chargers. Since retiring from the NFL, Walzak has shifted his focus to improve the health of current and, f- and former professional athletes through promoting sleep apnea awareness across the country. Good morning, Mark. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Well, let's talk about sleep issues and professional athletes because we wouldn't necessarily correlate the two. You know, we have an image of you guys, these big strapping hunky men that uh, are the pictures of good health. And, and the reality of it is, while you might be on the one hand, behind closed doors, there may be other things going on. Well, that's correct. And, and uh, you know, I think the mere fact uh, the matter is that just because um, uh, you know, just because you have sleep apnea, uh, you, you shouldn't be labeled as uh, maybe unhealthy. But uh, having a condition that's uh, that's curable um, with basically a simple remedy, and that remedy can be in the form of a CPAP or in what I use, which is, is even simpler, an oral appliance. Um, I was diagnosed with sleep apnea about two years ago, um, but I knew I'd been suffering from it for a long period of time. Uh, I probably suffered from sleep apnea throughout my entire NFL career, um, and it's very debilitating because you're, you know, you're, you're not um, all the person you should be because you're, you're, you're not resting properly. Uh, you're depriving your brain of oxygen uh, over the course of eight hours while you're sleeping, um, which is ironic because sleep is supposed to be rest. It's not supposed to be stress. Um, and that's what's happening when you're sleeping with sleep apnea. When you're when you're sleeping and you're depriving your brain of oxygen um, and you're snoring, um, it's, it's 
it has um, uh, lots of uh, debilitating effects on your body and your overall health. And in addition to what it does to the body, what it does to the mood, our moods and our relationships with others and how we perform on the job, I think that that's what makes it uh, so pervasive. Yes, it is. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's debilitating um, because you're, you know, you're, you're depriving yourself of, of the, um, the sole thing that, that you need to survive your, uh, your cells and your body and reproduce your cells and your body. Um, and if those things aren't happening, you're, you're slowly killing yourself and aging at a rapid rate. Um, you know, and, and if you're not sleeping during the day, your body's going to try to find a place where it can actually get something, uh, some type of rest. And, and usually it, it forces you to have to either nap during the day or you're very sluggish during the day, um, you know, or you're, you're just um, uh, depressed. Uh, your body's depressed. Your mind is depressed. You know, it leads to not only physical depression, but mental depression, um, um, just the same. And that's where this wellness component at the uh, American Sleep and Breathing Academy exists and at the Sleep and Wellness Conference 2014 um, that we're all going to be attending together next week in Scottsdale, um, is we're really focusing, we're dialing in on this wellness factor that, you know, while sleep is the focus of the conference, how uh, the lack of good sleep, that good restorative sleep that allows us to rest, repair, and heal from the day um, the wellness aspect, how it affects our, our, our mood, how it affects our performance uh, by day is what we're really going to be highlighting as well. And there's something very interesting that's going to happen over there. We get to watch you sleep. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're going to have me in a, a situation where it will be a um, recorded and broadcast uh, sleep study that I will be conducting along with, with the uh, professionals involved uh, and the uh, sleep professionals. Um, and so it will be a uh, live um, broadcast of my sleep, um, <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> kind of different for me because I haven't really had uh, many people watch me sleep like this. Um, so, yeah, it, it will be different, and, and uh, I'm kind of looking forward to it, but um, I know that, they're probably not going to allow me to wear my sleep device because they want to see what happens to me when I'm apneic. And, um, you know, so I'm, <laughs> I'm having to jeopardize myself a little bit uh, for the sake of, of, the, of science, I guess. Um, but, um, but, you know, the, the, the oral appliance that I wear uh, is remarkable, um, and it's really actually saved my life. My uh, sleep apnea was so severe that when I first... Uh, we took back my sleep test to my doctor. He he had the uh, the results for me. He told me I had to go to the hospital because it was so severe that he was afraid that I was going to die in my sleep. And he couldn't uh, he couldn't get me a CPAP that day, and he couldn't get me an oral appliance that day. Um, and so his his suggestion to me was, you know, you you really have to go to the hospital. I have to tell you this because if I don't, you die. I don't want to be held liable. So I was uh, kind of in a panic situation because I had no idea that it was that severe. Um, luckily, um, my friend and uh, now business associate Dave Gergen was kind enough and gracious enough to um, to make me an oil appliance that day um, because he owns the lab. Um, he had the doctor take a bite, um, take impressions, measure my bite, and 
he was able to get me on oral planes that that, that evening. And since that day, uh, my world has changed significantly. Um, the uh, the way I feel, uh, the way I think, um, the way I am throughout my day has completely changed. Uh, I'm sharper. I'm smarter. Uh, I'm more attentive. Um, I'm I'm just more focused. I don't have to nap throughout the day. Um, I'm not in the fog that I used to be. Uh, I had um, a sense of vertigo that I couldn't get rid of. I had uh, ringing in my ears. Um, I it was you know I've, I've had lots of, of different other health issues um, that were related to um, sleep apnea. I had severe you know I'm in a, I'm pretty good shape. I'm, I'm pretty healthy. I'm in pretty good shape. I'm not overweight. Um, I, I do try to stay uh, physically fit, and uh, my cholesterol for some reason had been you know, really super high, and uh, it was, I, I just couldn't figure it out. I didn't want to go on on uh, medications for it, so I was determined to, to satisfy it through diet and through exercise. Well, this was previous to me knowing that I had sleep apnea. Since hence being uh, treated for sleep apnea, now over the course of the last two years, my cholesterol levels have dropped back to normal, and uh, that's very reassuring. Well, that's because also the stress has been lowered. The, the tax on your body has has been reduced because the sleep yeah, apnea makes your body, yeah, your heart work so, so hard. My cells can reproduce, and you know I'm not actually aging at, at a rapid rate. And uh, you know I, I'm I'm not predisposed to uh, high blood pressure anymore and, and diabetes. And uh, most people don't don't realize that that most of the ailments that they have are related to how they sleep or the lack of sleep they get. And uh, uh, diabetes is, is one of the um, uh, side effects of sleep apnea, along with high blood pressure, along with heart disease. Um, the problem with heart problems is that when we suffer from sleep apnea for so long that uh, our heart scars, and that's it, that you cannot reverse that. So um, there's, there's things here that do take place uh, from suffering from sleep apnea for a long period of time that's irreversible. And um, these are the things that we're trying to bring to the, to the surface for people to be aware uh, that snoring is not cool. And snoring doesn't mean that you're sleeping well. And, uh, you know, in the past, people would say, well, he's snoring and he's sawing logs and, and they, they believed you were sleeping in a deep sleep, but uh, uh, really you're not. You're jeopardizing yourself and, and putting yourself in a position that you're, you actually could die. Indeed, and as the uh, former bedmate uh, of a, of a man who had sleep apnea, um, he had all the things that you describe: diabetes, heart disease, depression, high blood pressure, and and he didn't believe that he snored. So what my kids and I did one night is we took a video of him, and you know it was really hilarious because the next morning we we said we want to show you something, and he burst out laughing because he had never believed that he snored. He thought that I was telling him stories, you know, that when I would punch him in the night, you know, shut up. And he, and, and he couldn't, he couldn't control it because he has apnea. And once he uh, saw the video, so any of you partners of, of men or women who snore out there, I urge you to just take a little mini video and show it to your partners so they believe what it is that you're saying because it will help them get help. I know it helped him go get help. Right, and you know the, the the great thing about it now is that <clears throat> we have the uh, technology to be able to sleep test people in their own homes and in their own beds um, simply with some equipment. 
um, that they can easily um, put on before they go to sleep, and it registers all of the sleep uh, patterns that they need to record to recognize whether or not you have uh, mild, moderate, or severe sleep apnea. And uh, that's our mission. My mission has been, since I've been treated, is to get every former player um, tested and treated for sleep apnea. Uh, because the numbers are so high of professional athletes that have, have sleep apnea, the numbers are about 85% of former players have sleep apnea. A lot of that um, is due to uh, the fact that we've had muscular necks um, mm-hmm. and those muscles don't really go away. They just become flaccid, and that creates uh, a mass um, around your airway. And, you know, as, as we gain muscles uh, on the outside, you can visually see that people have large necks and muscular necks. They also grow on, on the inside, and what it does is it, it constricts your airway, um, and it, it narrows your airway. Uh, to the point where any little bit of weight on your neck or from your jaw while you sleep is going to create an obstruction. And um, and that's where the oral appliance that I wear, it comes into play so that when I sleep at night, it takes that pressure from my jaw. When my jaw falls back as I relax, it maintains the position of my jaw so that my airway will have positive flow. And... Um, it's kind of like trying to draw air through a paper straw. If you try to gently pull air through a paper straw, you can, but as you increase your air and you try to draw air through that straw, it's going to collapse. And that's what happens while you're sleeping with your, with your throat. And that snoring uh, increases and that snoring increases. It comes to a certain point where you try to take a complete breath and it, Mark, it locks up. I am so sorry. To... I'm going to have to jump in here and interrupt you, and I, and I hate doing it, but we are going to break, and I want to make sure that our listeners know that they can come watch you sleep, and I'm going to be coming there to watch you sleep uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona, May 1st through the 3rd at the Sleep and Wellness 2014 Conference for Healthcare Professionals, and you've been listening to Mark Walzak, who is the director of the Pro Player Health Alliance. You can learn more about him and his work at ProPlayerSleep.com. When we come back, we will continue the conversation about sleep and happiness. Here come those tunes. And thank you, Mark. Sorry I had to cut you off. No problem. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Know that life is tough and that happiness can and does live along with adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on toginet.com. Like us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness and on Twitter at HH Talk Radio. Lisa returns with more of Harvesting Happiness following this short break. Do you like Lisa's take on happiness, well-being, and human flourishing? Join us this spring as Harvesting Happiness launches online classroom programming where Lisa Cypress-Kamen will offer her workshop series across the globe and from the comfort of wherever you are. Visit HarvestingHappiness.com for more details. Be a part of the grateful good. Grateful Nation brings together patients, families, friends, and staff of Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center to support the quality care and groundbreaking research at the medical center. 
Through new and traditional media, members of Grateful Nation share experiences, thank our caregivers and researchers, participate in sweepstakes, and gather to sponsor and host events and much more. Being grateful inspires others to be grateful as well. Isn't it time we jumpstart some perpetual gratitude? Visit Grateful Nation online to find out more at www.gratefulnation.org. Have a grateful day. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on Toginet, the show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Toginet.com. And now back to your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Welcome back. If you're just joining us now, we are talking about sleep. We're talking about sleep, how it relates to our health, our wellness, and even our happiness. And we've been chatting prior. Uh, we were talking with Mark Walzak, who is a former professional football player. He is also the director of the Pro Player Health Alliance. And now we have on the line Dr. Archie Roberts, who is the president of the Pro Player Health Alliance. Dr. Roberts is a cardiac surgeon and he played for the Miami Dolphins prior to going to medical school. He started the Living Heart Foundation to promote cardiac health, especially among NFL players and retired players. Good morning, Dr. Roberts. Thanks for joining us. Well, good morning. Glad to be here. Well, we, we, are, we are too. Let's talk about your interest in sleep medicine and in, in general wellness, not just for professional athletes, but at large. What, what brought you to the profession? Well, the, uh, I was a, uh, a former NFL football player, uh, as mentioned, uh, when I was younger. Uh, I became a uh, heart surgeon. Uh, and uh, did that uh, for some 20-plus years. Uh, And after heart surgery, I became interested in in wellness uh, and in healthy lifestyle, uh, and sleep is such an important aspect uh, of healthy lifestyle. Uh, It became a, a prominent thing for me to be concerned about, uh, and we've, over the past 10 years, uh, done wellness programs uh, for the NFL former players, uh, and uh, through their uh, power of reaching out to the community, uh, together we've brought wellness programs to the general public. And by wellness we're talking about not just what it takes to maintain our physical health through traditional medicine, but what it takes to maintain overall lifestyle health, a cohesive picture. No question. The, uh, the, the comorbidities uh, of, uh, for example, of NFL players that have such large size, large body size, uh, the uh, that large body size is associated strongly with cardiovascular risk, uh, with obstructive sleep apnea, uh, with heart attack, 
uh, stroke uh, and uh, early early death. Uh, so if we can help them uh, to alter uh, their habits, lose weight, uh, and understand that uh, that stress uh, is a major modifier of, of behavior, uh, and not only do they as players need to lose weight if they're heavy, but they need to relax uh, and understand uh, that a good night's sleep, uh, during which time the body repairs itself uh, and goes through phases that are essential for uh, total health and wellness, if they can accomplish those things, their life will be enriched. The, the quality of life and the length of that life. It, it certainly is both. And uh, what we're learning uh, as, as science deals more into uh, what goes on during sleep uh, is that uh, the, the way in which uh, the brain functions and the way in which the brain recuperates during sleep uh, affects so many aspects of health. Uh, and that relates to the healthy lifestyles uh, for exercise and walking uh, and, and the, the influence over the eating habits uh, that people have. Uh, when they're stressed uh, in their lives, whether they're football players or not, uh, and when their sleep is disrupted, uh, then... Uh, the toll is very heavy, uh, and all of these aspects of wellness uh, that determines how healthy we live. At the Sleep and Wellness 2014 conference that is going to be happening on May 1st through the 3rd at the Radisson Fort McDonald in Scottsdale, Arizona, one area that we are focusing on in the wellness section of which you are a part is this concept of stress reduction, that unless we reduce stress in our minds, stress in our bodies and in our lifestyles, we're not really contributing to our health and well-being, that we must learn tools to um, manage the stresses and strains of life and eliminate uh, those that can be eliminated. Um, The... We have a a program that we use uh, for the NFL uh, former players, and it's a six-month program uh, where uh, the players, and they're usually overweight, uh, they frequently have sleep apnea, uh, and they often have cardiovascular risk problems, uh, and their life uh, is stressful. Uh, and when all of these things are, are working together, uh, the, the, the risk for heart attack and stroke uh, and uh, healthy lifestyles uh, is inhibited uh, and cannot be overcome uh, without the peace of mind uh, and the healthy sleep habits uh, that need to be developed. And that's what we will be shedding light upon next week at the conference. And I'm assuming that you are going to be part of Mark Walzak's sleep study. 
that you will be yes. in charge. Yes, You're going to be. Are you going to be manning manning the, the ship over there? He is quite a quite a, a man. He's a fiery, uh, well organized, well thought out fellow uh, that has influenced uh, many former players in a positive way, uh, and he's also good in in talking to the public on how they can uh, pull things together, have a good night's sleep, uh, and live a healthier lifestyle. Well, we are looking forward to that. Um, as we mentioned, Mark Walzak's sleep study is going to be live stream during the conference, and it will be an overnight study is my understanding. So um, that information will be available on the American Sleep and Breathing Academy.com website, where you can also learn more about the conference. You can learn more about Sleep and Wellness Magazine and all the things that we are doing over there to raise awareness, educate, and help people not only sleep better, but learn the tools to have a more fulfilling, uh, joyful, contented, healthy life. And uh, to learn more about Dr. Archie Roberts and his work, you can visit the Pro Player Alliance. So Archie, what will you be speaking on specifically at the conference? You are going to be be, uh, on uh, on Saturday is your your section. I will be talking about our experience over the past 10 years uh, in a study uh, where we've accumulated the data on former NFL players over that time period uh, and learned uh, what the uh, risk factors are in these players, risk factors uh, from the uh, immediate future, and for uh, longevity over the long term. Uh, And clearly, uh, sleep apnea and large body size are the hallmarks of uh, the linemen, uh, the big guys that play uh, up front uh, in the game of football. Uh, And what we've learned from them uh, is that They're not unlike the general population, uh, and they have similar risk factors, uh, but that larger body size that the football players have, the former football players, compared to the general population, uh, unless it's uh, corrected uh, and and they lose weight, uh, then that's a factor that makes them more at risk, uh, and that's that continuous large body size uh, that some of the general population gets the message and corrects. Uh, But for both the general population and the NFL players, controlling weight, uh, living in a healthy lifestyle, and getting a good night's sleep are the essentials for well-being. Indeed, they are. And you will be accompanied at the conference by some NFL players who will discuss their personal experiences and their journey to restorative good sleep. You can also join me at the conference where I will be leading uh, some programming on creating positive emotion, stress management, and mindfulness. That's the area that I will be heading up for the wellness component. 
And you have been an absolute delight, Dr. Roberts. I look forward to all of our guests congregating in Scottsdale, Arizona next week for the American Sleep and Breathing Academy Sleep and Wellness Conference. To learn more, you can go to americansleepandbreathingacademy.com. To learn more about Dr. Archie Roberts, you can go to proplayersleep.com. And here are a few thoughts before we part. Happiness is not a destination. It cannot be bought, sold, or traded. Happiness will never invite you to the party. Happiness simply comes down to a choice to show up each and every day in the world with passion, purpose, place, and meaning. Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen and our guests today, Dr. Archie Roberts, Mark Walzak, Cheryl Forberg, and Ed Grandy wishing you kind thoughts, kinder words, and the kindest of actions. Until next time, remember, happiness is an inside job. Happiness is your inside job. And once again, you can check out Mark Walzak's sleep in his overnight sleep study at the American Sleep and Breathing Academy conference. Um, Check it out. Uh, It's going to be interesting. I'm going to have to uh, mosey on over there in the middle of the night and see what this is all about. So make it a great day. Make it a great week and go out there and be happy and be grateful. Here come those tunes and we'll see you next week where we'll continue the conversation about sleep and wellness and how it relates to our returning military personnel who are so challenged upon return from service. Have a great day. for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Cypress Kamen. Join us every Wednesday morning live at 10 to 11 Central Time here on TogiNet Radio. Then harvest your own happiness anytime from the comfort of wherever you are with free downloadable